1: Well, you said on yesterday's program that uh, the gospel is a package: life, love, power, and miracles, and that's what we were reading about in Acts chapter five. Uh, we saw how, after the death of Ananias and Sapphira, that uh, many were afraid to join the church, but yet the church grew and grew. But we're about to hear that uh, there was per- there was persecution ahead.
0: Yeah. Well, <clears throat> you see, that goes with the territory, because the more life, the more opposition. The more life, the greater the persecution. And of course, one of the reasons why people therefore perhaps don't want more life is because they don't want the persecution. But Jesus was persecuted constantly throughout his ministry. So were the apostles, so was the New Testament church, so is the church in China. And where is the church growing fastest? Where is the greatest field of evangelism in the world today? China. Where are more people being saved every day than any other part of the world? China. Why, because there's more life and vibrancy in the underground churches there, greater opposition, but the opposition cannot prevent the kingdom from extend, being extended. So, uh, you know, there, really there ought to be more persecution of the church in the West. But at present, what is there to persecute? I mean, if, if the church is not confronting the world with the claims of God upon their lives, why should the world take any notice? See, the church has become um, a symbol of ridicule, and you get all these kind of television programs and soaps and so on where, where the clergy are figures of fun, where the, where the church is a figure of fun. I think that's highly offensive. You know, some people say, oh, well, we should be able to laugh at ourselves. No, 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 come on. Jesus Christ loves his church because it's his body. Are you telling me that should be a figure of fun? Uh, I mean, something so terrible has happened, really, that we as the church of Jesus Christ even tolerate that.
1: Colin, just explain, wh- why is Satan so determined to persecute and destroy the church?
0: Well, where there is the life of which we've been speaking, Satan is losing people by the bucket load. I mean, so many people are coming out of the dominion of darkness into the kingdom of the Son he loves. But of course, if that isn't happening, then he doesn't need to stir up persecution and opposition. But where, I mean, I've, I've experienced persecution all the way through my ministry. And unfortunately, a lot of the opposition has come from Christians, not from the world. Because um, where there is life and where you start saying the kind of things I'm saying. See, a lot of people probably don't like what I've been saying this week. But it's got to be said. And I I can remember I had a meeting many, many years ago with a a number of bishops from the Anglican Church. And and they said to me, uh, Colin, we don't like the things that you're saying but we know they need to be said and and you see that's the thing somebody needs to say these things because actually this is the word of the lord this is what the scriptures teach us so while we try to um cosset ourselves from the truth from the reality of what we're supposed to be as born-again believers and as the church of Jesus Christ, then the more we cosset ourselves, the more we're actually cosseting ourselves from the truth, and the less life that we will radiate. So there isn't much for the enemy to persecute. You see, I I was saying to a group of people uh, just a couple of days ago that the body of Christ is not a title for the church in Scripture. It's a description of the church, it's the body of people that are living the Christ life together because nobody can live fully in and and manifest all the ministry of Jesus in himself. But together, that's what we're to be doing as the church. So to say that the local church is an expression of the body of Christ should be a description of the way those people are living. They are demonstrating the Christ life and the love of Christ, the life of Christ, the power of Christ, the authority of Christ is being manifested in that church and will inevitably come into direct conflict with the standards of the world it's not that one is going out of the way to to stir up that opposition it's just that jesus found it was inevitable but the opposition began actually not with the world but with the religious people that felt threatened and jealous of his ministry. And the, the New Testament church found exactly the same. There was opposition first from the religious people, but then also from the world. Because what was happening in the church was a confrontation really to the religious people that were just trying to find a nice, comfortable religious way of life, and was confrontation to the world where people did not want to acknowledge the sovereignty and the lordship of Jesus Christ.
1: And nothing has changed, because exactly the same thing is happening today. We have to understand our enemy, though, don't we? So is it the same spirit that's coming from both religious opposition and from worldly opposition? Yes. yes.
0: <clears throat> I mean, I was talking to a, a pastor who came to see me uh, last week, and um, I'd heard about his church. I'd never visited it, but I'd heard about his church because it, it was a church that was growing very rapidly, and people were speaking very well of this church, and uh, he was saying that the church had grown to 400, 450 people. And they had an attack from this Leviathan spirit that I was speaking about a few months ago on, on this program. And um, the whole church went from about 450 down to 150. And, uh, you know, we had to withstand that spirit ourselves. So he came to see me and, and said, uh, you know, well, the, the major problem was over in his church, but how how could they how should they now proceed to see the building up of the church and to withstand any further attacks from the enemy now you see that is that's typical that where there is something that is being powerful and is beginning to have an impact on the world the enemy is going to move against it and the way he does that is to seek to cause division in the leadership among people of influence and, i mean that's where the attack started with us other churches that I've known—that's where the attack started. That's where the attack started in his church, and uh, and you 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 just see well the enemy's playing the same tune in many different places at this time. And I, I you know I posted something on on our website about this Leviathan spirit, and we've had you know people downloading that, I I, I mean, I don't know what the latest figures are, but many, many people have been downloading it. We've had letters and correspondence from people saying that um, they're so thankful for that because now they understand what has been happening in their churches. Because these are churches that have begun to experience a real move of God, and then suddenly it seems all this opposition is happening even within the church. Well, now that's a direct attack from the enemy because he perceives when a church is really having impact on his territory. People are being saved, lives are being transformed, people are being healed, and the enemy doesn't like it. So, okay, that's no excuse for us to say, well, we don't want to stir up things like that. We'll just go about our calm life. Wait a minute. What is the Christian life about? What is God's calling on our life? To seek first the kingdom. What did Jesus send the disciples out to do? Go and preach the gospel of the kingdom. Go and heal the sick. Raise the dead. Cleanse the lepers. Cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. This is the business of the church. This is what we're to be doing. So, you know, we, (laughs) we can't opt out. We can't you know, say, well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to have anything to do with that. This is the calling of God upon his church. And uh, the great thing, Julia, is that as we take our calling seriously, so the Holy Spirit will be working in us and among us to really see the victory of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the interesting thing is we are now seeing the beginnings of what I believe are gonna be a very, very significant move of the Spirit here in Kingdom Faith. And this follows on directly after this spiritual attack that we had. And I, I've often seen that's the case, not only here but in other places. The, when the enemy gets wind, not just of what is happening, but what is about to happen, how does he know? Can he foresee the future? No, but he hears what people are saying you see he he's not he, he, he's not um, privy to all of our plans and the plans of God but he and his minions they can hear what people are saying and He says, right, these people are getting serious. Something is happening here. These people know that the Spirit of God is about to do something really important. Let's try to prevent it. But in the name of Jesus, he will not be allowed to prevent it. And we take authority over him and his work and say, no way, Jose. You are not going to prevent the Spirit of God doing what he has planned and purposed amongst us.
1: And is that how a church protects itself from uh, from religious persecution? Yes, because we
0: have got... We have got the, the spirit of truth. You, you can't stop the persecution, but you've we've got the shield of faith with which we can quench all the fiery darts of the enemy. And, and I believe, you see, that, that, I mean, the reason why I'm mentioning this now is perhaps there's pastors and other people from other churches say, well, wait a minute, our church has been going under attack like that. Well, come on, you've got to get involved now in the spiritual warfare and the spiritual victory uh, so that, you don't see a massive exodus from your church, and and the enemy attacking what is becoming a vital work of God in your community. So I, I believe it's it's very important that we we uh, understand that uh, it's even in the lives of what you would say were good Christians, nice people, that like the spiritual opposition that happened in the time of, um, the answer apostles, and we'll, we'll have to come on to this next week now, it's not time today, uh, but this is where, this is where the enemy attacks. Nice people, you would say, well, you know, they're lovely people, what's going on here? Well, pride gets in, jealousy gets in, uh, people want position, they want prestige, they want, you know, all kinds of things, um, and, God's order gets disrupted, and that's when the enemy can work. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com.